This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. Welcome back to On the Block. Eastrick and Austin here uh, every two to four. My new partner. It has been a great week to start off. You've done quite awesome. It's been nice. I look forward to getting back this weekend and getting in studio uh, to shake your hand personally next week. But we've got the rest of the segment. This is the second half of On the Block. Um, I wanted to kind of delve into a little bit of, of something in the NFL that I thought was interesting because, um, you know, great coach. Uh, I think I personally think could be a great fit for this, this team, but then there's another coach that's thrown out there. And I, I have a couple questions. I want to, I want to just, you know, lob around also the Sutter Heyman text line is open. Love for you to chime in. There are a few things um, that you guys have texted in that I'll probably address before we get started in this segment. 402-464-5685. Uh, texter uh, 7943 um, uh, stated that it's been, a, it, 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 I've said for the last 10 years, our offensive line is awful. Uh, we keep recruiting skilled position players. How many DBs does a guy need? Uh, how about some offensive linemen and defensive linemen? That is one of the things that I've said. That is one of the things and one of the areas that Coach Rule is addressing. And it's good to see because Nebraska has been, um, a stapleton in this area of running backs and linemen over the years. It's been linebacker you, linebacker you, lineman you uh, for quite a while. And so I think they want to get back to the roots of what uh, success at Nebraska has been. Uh, Chase B says off the text line, still thinks it's, he still thinks it's cool that Tom Brady shares a national championship title with Nebraska. Uh, that is something to just, just to reminisce and think about it, go way back and, and look into back in the days. Uh, it's hard for a lot of you young listeners to even remember back to those days because I wasn't around, uh, Strick. <laughs> right, right. You guys, you guys have been pretty familiar with with the new system, the BCS system, and now the college playoffs, and soon to be the expanded college playoff system, up to twelve players, uh, twelve teams. So that's going to be something that's interesting. Back then, it was a lot of writers sitting in their offices and in their desks basically typing in saying, hey, this is who we like. This is who we think is a champ. And that's who it was. And they did share one. So uh, I would have loved to have seen them battle it out back in those days, seen a couple of those Husker teams get after a few of those um, uh, those teams that, that did a share. I would love to have seen it. Would you have gone um, to that game? I would have liked to have gone to that one. I would have liked to have gone to that game. Yeah, I would have. Obviously, depending on where it would have fallen in the it. schedule, but. Yeah, it would have depended a lot on that. Obviously, I would have been playing basketball. So those always made it, you know, difficult uh, to be able to get to things like that. Uh, but what I what I had what I found interesting, uh, Austin, again, Sutter Heyman text line is open 402-464-5685. Also the Honda Lincoln hotline. If there's something in the discussion that you find of interest, you're welcome to call in and, and we will hopefully be able to get you on. Um, but 
the Arizona Cardinals have been struggling. I mean, they, obviously they paid big money to uh, Kyler Murray, um, still trying to find themselves. Um, obviously, they went through the debacle of the of the change in the contract. Um, they're having GM and leadership issues, and you know they're saying speculation on some internal problems that's going on with men and women in, in there, all kinds of stuff going on down there in Arizona. But what I found that was interesting, it seems as though that they've gotten permission to speak to former Saints coach Sean Payton. And uh, this is reported by uh, NFL's media uh, analyst Ian Rappaport uh, on Wednesday that the Cardinals have received permission to interview former uh, New Orleans Saints coach Sean Payton, who is still under contract with the Saints. Mm-hmm. So that is something that's uh, thrown out there right now, but they have permission to speak to him. Payton, who went 152 and 89 in 15 seasons as a head coach for the Saints, uh, getting them also one Super Bowl victory, and he went 9-8 and eight in his playoff games. I think he's a tremendous coach. Uh, if there's anyone that could, I think, get that program turned around, it's possibly a Sean Payton type. They're also seeming to be interviewing um, Vance Joseph, which is the brother of Mickey Joseph, who was the former interim uh, coach there at Nebraska. So um, it's interesting to me because with Mickey going through the situation, obviously um, we still don't know. There's still um, uh, the verdict is yet to be uh, determined as to how that goes down. But if there's an opportunity, and I want you to speak on this, um, if there's an opportunity for Mickey to get back in the game, I personally don't think it's going to be at the collegiate level. I think if he wants to continue coaching, it's probably going to have to be at the next level um, because you just have so many things that you deal with uh, on campus that 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 type of situation is not going to bowl well for him. So if his brother is able to land the head coaching position, Buy or sell, do you think Mickey has a chance of getting back in, potentially uh, at the NFL level? I buy that there's a chance, absolutely. That's a fascinating angle. I hadn't thought about it from that side. Because when Mickey was you know, going through the end of last season, being talked about as maybe the next guy long-term for Nebraska, some people threw out that he could get his brother Vance to come back and be his defensive coordinator. It wasn't going to happen. Vance is a very successful NFL, NFL guy. guy. You don't take that yeah. step back. Unless you want no. to become a college head coach. But why would Vance Joseph want to do that when he's already been an NFL head coach? That was never yeah. going to happen. I never contemplated the flip side of that to where if Vance Joseph does get another you know, NFL head coaching job, could he bring Mickey with him? He very well could. I would differ a little bit and say that if Mickey Joseph is to continue in the college game, whenever that is, if that is to happen again, it won't be at the Power 5 level. He's going to have to go Mm -hmm. back and face some dudes again. He'll probably be FCS or group of five and work his way up. But he could, you know, bypass that and go straight to the NFL. He knows what that life is like Uh, through his his brother Vance. He's put dudes in the league. He has conversations with NFL people. Yeah, he absolutely could find himself an NFL job, you know, when it's all said and done. Okay, how do you you look at the Sean Payton angle potentially – I, I find that intriguing. I find it intriguing that if they can if they can work that out and they land that, that Sean Payton could return to an Arizona team that's really in, in turmoil right now. 
absolutely. Sean Payton, I think, would be very good for Kyler Murray. Sean Payton yeah, I agree. In, in what he did for Drew Brees. And they're Drew wild, Brees. wildly different quarterbacks. I mean, similar stature-wise. Brees might be an inch taller than Murray, but they're both shorter guys. But if you can take, And bigger hands. Yeah, right. Short, yeah, exactly. I'm just playing. That's a joke. That's a joke. Go ahead. <laughs> right. So if you can take what he taught Drew Brees to do in New Orleans and add that to a Kyler Murray who has the arm talent but also has the ability to extend plays with his legs that you can make defenses count account for as that 11th guy, you know, taken off with the ball sometimes. Sean Payton could be huge for Kyler Murray's career. Now, he's going to be sought after. Denver's interviewing Sean Payton as well. So I don't know if Sean Payton does end up back in the NFL this year. It seems like there's a lot of smoke around that, so I bet he does. I think he'd be awesome for Kyler Murray. Maybe just the guy Kyler needs. Yeah, Texter says, assuming that Mickey isn't in jail, sure. Um, I think it can go uh, multiple ways. One, it could be dropped. Two, um, you're right, that could be another scenario. And three, um, he could go through and be acquitted or whatever, because we still don't know. So these are still uh, things that are speculative. So um, but yeah, obviously that would uh, text her uh, 0486. Obviously that would be a, a situation to where that would not be the case. But it's just uh, it's just something to think about. Um, I have a few buy or sell things that I want to throw at you, um, uh, Austin, on the uh, NBA circuit. Because listen, say what you will, from where they started to where they are now, and they're now out of their last 10 games are nine and one on a two game win streak. Brooklyn Nets, do they get out of the Eastern Conference as a champion? By oh, ourselves? man. Uh, if Brooklyn was in the West, I'd love their chances. The West has been so good for so long, uh, but I don't really trust anyone at the top of the West. The top of the East has been there, done that before. Boston making it there last year. Uh, Milwaukee uh, for a couple years was good. But they have two of the best tough shot makers in Brooklyn in the league. When Kyrie Irving's playing, he makes tough shots. And we all know what Kevin Durant is, who he is, and how that guy plays basketball. I think we've seen what the Nets can be over the last couple of weeks, and that is scary as heck. And even Ben Simmons, throw him in there. Finally, you know, being used correctly in the role that he's supposed to be Yeah, they found the role. Yeah, Austin, go ahead. And Mm -hmm. that's huge for for Ben Simmons in his career, and he brings a different element then to that Nets team. I'm a big Seth Curry guy as well. I think he has a role to play. So, sure, give me the Nets. It's got to be about their time, right? Sure, I'll buy it. Okay. Um, here's Here's the next one. Buy or sell that right now, the 19 and 22, they're still there. They're still right there peeking in, a possibility of getting in. I still think the Jazz, uh, I love what marketing is doing. (laughs) I love what they got going on. They were supposedly supposed to be a tank team trying Mm -hmm. to get into the uh, Wimbanyama sweepstakes. But uh, Houston just keeps trudging along continuously uh, in that department. Uh, But um, listen. Does LeBron James stay a Laker by herself? LeBron stays in the league because he wants to play with Bronny. Does he stay a Laker? Let me throw more at you. Let me throw more at you. He's now uh, trying to build the Bron TV, I mean, movie brand 
He's uh, he's involved in all types. So the market fits for him uh, via his off the field. He's closing in on the one of the greatest Lakers of all time in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Does he want to do it as a Laker or does he want to do it elsewhere? What say you? He might even do it this year by the he time might. he closes. If he keeps up the pace he's been on over the last couple of weeks, he absolutely will. Uh, yeah, I think LeBron's gotten comfortable out in L.A. I think his homecoming the first time to Cleveland was an awesome story. I think the Cavs did a good job building that roster around him to get him back home. But I think LeBron is a guy that's going to like Los Angeles long term. So while he could be, you know, kind of a basketball mercenary, go a place for a year or two, I think he's at that point in his career where he'll want to settle down. I think that the Lakers being, you know, as storied as they are in basketball does mean something to LeBron. So, yeah, I'll buy him staying a Laker for another couple years. Okay. Uh, My last one is right now the Denver Nuggets are atop the Western Conference. You have Memphis Grizzlies who who has been uh, towards the conference finals. And now you have the emerging Pelicans – um, I, I still trying to figure out the totality of Zion Williamson and what, what's, what's going on with that, uh, still yet to be known, but do the Dallas Mavericks get over the hump this year by or sell that when it's all said and done, the Dallas Mavericks will become the Western conference champion, man. The top of that West is so tight. To me, that question, Strick, depends on how they're able to manage Luka throughout the rest of the regular season. His usage rates, astronomical. I mean, Russell Westbrook in his MVP seasons barely holds a candle to the amount of time that Luka Doncic has the ball in his hands. He's that important to Dallas. What a run last year uh, for them to get to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, That was awesome. Love seeing what the Mavs did. I don't know if I can go so far as to call him the champ, though. It'd be an awesome story. Shout out my Uncle Andy, who's a big Mavs fan. Uh, I get texts from him occasionally uh, on the Mavs. Uh, as much as I would love to buy them going all the way, I'm not sure I can buy into it just yet. Go ahead. Your turn. All right. So I was going to go a, a similar direction there. NBA MVP. Luca factors into that conversation. Absolutely does. Giannis in that conversation. But there are two guys I want to focus on that I would say are the two front runners. And number one is Nikola Jokic, who's, who's already won it, good player in all sorts of regards. And my guy, Jason Tatum, he's made a little bit of a leap and the Celtics are still having success. So with that being said, buy or sell that the uh, NBA MVP comes from the Western Conference. I'm going to sell. Okay. I think it's going to come out of the East. I think it's possibly going to be a, either a Jason Tatum um, or, hey, listen, um, I don't think he's – I think he's unsung right now, but keep your eye on Donovan Mitchell. Ooh, Spider. Keep your eye on Spider. I just like what he's doing for that Cleveland, Cleveland team. Once – I think once Darius Garland figured out that he was the alpha and that team has, you know, began to define and kind of settle themselves into roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think it's one of the biggest thieveries that they were able to get uh, landing all of those, that talent mm-hmm. from freaking mm-hmm. Brooklyn, like <laughs> Brooklyn could be a whole different team. If, if they were able to keep and amass some of the talent that they had on that team and bring them together 
and allow those role players to stay with some of those, uh, you know, Durant and some of those top tier players. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. It didn't work out that way. I like what they've been able to do now that they've been able to play together, though. But I'm, I, I think it might come out of the East. I'm glad you bring Cleveland. And I like Luca. I yes, like Luca, yes. and I think I just don't think when it comes down at the end of the day, I think it's been over there for a few. I'm just going to take a chance and mm-hmm. say, you know, Jokic has been kind of dominating the conversation. Then you have, uh, uh, you know, Giannis that was in it. I just think it's going to go back to the west side. I mean, to the east, east side. side. I'm glad you bring up Mitchell and the Cavs because that's where I was going to go with my next buy sell. Right now, they're the five seed in the east. If Donovan Mitchell can carry that team to the top half of the East, if not, you know, a three seed potentially, to me, he has absolutely the narrative for MVP after that trade and the way I'm assuming he'd have to play. So buy or sell that Cleveland finishes as a top four seed in the Eastern Conference. Um, I like Philly. I just think Philly is able to taper off potentially, but... I'm going to say top four. Okay. I'm going to say top four. I buy. I buy. Um, but let me say this. Let me throw this one at you. Buy or sell that, um, um, oh, gosh, my name, his name was on my tongue. And I just, the the, the former uh, number, I think he was the number one pick. Um, MB? The guard. Oh, no. No, the guard. Um, the the but Fultz? he had the ugliest shot. He got Fultz. Fultz. Markel Fultz. Fultz. Yeah. Markel Fultz. Buy or sell that he's got one of the greatest return stories out right now because he's starting to come back alive. The Somehow, way, some way. The way he's playing, I mean, his last three games, he's gone 8 of 16, 8 of 10, and 7 of 8. Given how quick he got written off because of the mental issues, because of the mess that was yeah. Philly. Props to that guy for standing up underneath all of that, for taking that load and being able to get it off his shoulders. Markel Fultz is a viable NBA player right now, and given how he was talked about and everything that was going on in those situations around him, yeah, bye, absolutely. All right. Well, good stuff on buy or sell. Um, Listen, we're going to have Andrew Alex that's going to join us next. We're going to talk some NFL playoffs with him. Um, we're going to take a break right now. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Again, shout out to Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. We thank you for your support to the show. We're on the block. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come right back with Andrew Ellis and have a discussion soon as we get back. <laughs> 